Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Welcome to Think Tank's Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems and giving real solutions and how to fix them to scale your business to the next level. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexa D'Agostino, and I'm your host of Millionaire Podcast. Today, we are discussing the importance of telling your story. Uh, today, I am joined by my amazing, you can't see it, Cynthia's dancing. Today, I'm joined by my amazing business partner, our storytelling coach and our VP of marketing, Cynthia, aka the master of storytelling. Cynthia not only has created a massive following on social media through telling amazing stories, but she also comes to us from Hollywood, where she was a producer telling stories in films and shows you honestly probably have watched. So super excited to have her and talk about storytelling. This is going to be one you do not want to miss. And probably one of the most important things in business, guys, that you need to do. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But before we dig in, two quick housekeeping things. We are giving a $1,000 giveaway. And we're giving $1,000 to one lucky listener. This equals literally a month of coaching by seven and eight-figure coaches. Like, that's freaking bomb. You can learn more about this contest at thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. Uh, the link is also in the show notes. So go ahead and do that. And also, for everyone listening, we are going to be live in Vegas on June 3rd uh, at an incredible full day coaching at our Revenue Accelerator. Uh, we're going to teach you everything we know to multiply your revenue and create a more profitable you. This is something you will not want to miss. It is super affordable. We purposely have made this event so you can literally come for way less than a thousand bucks. It is super cheap. The ticket's cheap. The place we picked is really inexpensive for the purpose of making so many people that normally can't go to these type of events so that you can come. So make sure to go to thinktankevents.com um, and you'll be able to check that out. And the link is also in the show notes. So, all right, let's dig into today's topic. Storytelling is one of my favorite things because it's how we connect with our audience. But what I find surprising is that most business owners do not think that this is one of the most important things in growing their business. I guarantee you, Cynthia, that there are so many people that clicked off and went to our lead gen podcast episode. Like I guarantee you, because they think that's more important. But what is to me, storytelling is literally one of the most important things from getting you from five to six figures and definitely six to seven. I mean, do you agree with that? I absolutely agree. There's so many thoughts buzzing in my head right now, but I'll try to, I'll try to like, you thoughts buzzing. That does not happen. I know. Right. (laughs) Um, So, um, so yeah, the reason why I was excited is I love, 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 love storytelling, all kinds of stories beyond even business storytelling to movies, TV, all that stuff. As Alexa said, I worked in Hollywood. I have all that experience and everything. And I feel like there's a reason why we love stories. Everybody loves a good story, right? No matter who you are, from when we're kids, our storybooks, our cartoons, animated movies, all that stuff, to now as adults, Batman, Spider-Man, all that stuff, right? Storytelling is timeless. It has proven to be timeless. One of the first things that we as human beings historically developed to commune with one another were stories. If you look back in history, the cave drawings and all that stuff, all those were forms of storytelling, right? 
And there's a statement I learned a couple of, of years back. Storytelling is wired into the human experience, right? That's how important storytelling is. And like you said, a lot of people might skip this and go to lead gen, but storytelling is an important step in your lead generation process, especially as a small business owner. Because guess what? I always say, whatever it is you want to do, it's been done before. The only thing that makes it different is your story. That's it. Wow. All right, but I have a question burning in my head. <laughs> Tell Superman me. Superman or Batman? Batman. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Batman. Like, I have a soft spot for Superman because he has an amazing backstory, right? <laughs> but there's something about the tech and, like, Batman. Like, I don't know. His story resonates way more with me. But, yeah. All right. Sorry. I know that oh, I know I all the Batman. listeners were dying to know that. I could be a Batman, but I could probably never be a Superman. So that's why I relate more to Batman. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. There, there's just something. There's something about them. I agree with you. So, all right, we're in the age now where people just don't want to be marketed to anymore. They don't want to be sold. We went through an era where you know everything was like marketing, 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 um, and then boom, social media came about, and now people want to get to know you. They want to know what you do. They want to know like everything that you are doing. And so, tell me, like. What, how do you think storytelling sells our services without actually being marketed to? Again, it goes back to the history of even like content strategy. And I, a lot of content strategies won't agree with me, but my stance that I 110% stand behind is content strategy should not even be overt selling. It should be storytelling that gently converts your audience into sales, right? So like you said, people are tired of being sold to, right? With the proliferation of information, with the digital rev- revolution, there was a, people felt, started to feel very bombarded with all kinds of information. Is the reason why even in the advertising, if you, for people who watch TV, have you noticed that even in the advertising world, there's a way that people approach advertising now. And it's not just, it's not just hey, here's my product, buy it. There's a story behind it. There's a reason why people put puppies in, ad, in ads now, right? There's a reason why people put families in ads now, right? There's, there's some, think about the ads that stick with you. Most of them are not just like, hey, here's my product, buy it, it's cool. It's because there's a wonderful story that emotionally connected to you behind that ad, right? Same thing applies to content strategy. Same thing applies to your marketing, your other, other forms of your marketing, right? People are tired of being sold to. However, like I said before, Storytelling is timeless. It's a way to connect emotionally to people. So your story is how you establish that emotional connection with people. And then I say to my students, right, that your most ideal customers are people who are where you used to be, right? Your most ideal customers, of course, you have like secondary customers who maybe don't have the same story or maybe their stories don't resonate exactly with yours. But the most ideal ones are people who are where you used to be. And so when you tell your story, that's the opportunity for them to see themselves in you, see the potential for where they could be in you, right? And that connects to them emotionally, resonates with them, and that always leads to sales, right? So I'll give you an example. When I first started my coaching business, without even knowing I was starting a coaching business, right? I told stories about how I quit my job. One of my best performing posts of all time on Instagram right now is one where I talked about how I quit my job. I was burned out. I was working in Hollywood, right? It seemed very nice from the outside, but from the inside, I was burned out. I wasn't happy. Guess what? 
I would say a good 70% of entrepreneurs or people who, who decided to start their own businesses can resonate with that story. And that's why that story performed so well, because people saw themselves in it. Not to talk of the conversions and the um, inquiries I got after that story. People DMing me saying, yo, I'm in the same position where you are right now. And I would like to be where you are right now. I'm, I'm in the same position where you were and I'd like to be where you are right now, right? Help me. That's it. Those are leads right there. Have a few conversations with them, lead them onto a call. Boom, we're working together. So that's just a typical example of how storytelling works in your marketing process. And people, again, when it comes to especially socials, Alexa, people are turned off by overt selling on socials because that's not, people, are, people don't come on socials to be sold to, right? So storytelling is that hook. It's that thing that you help, that you use to establish an emotional connection with your audience get them to come to you, make yourself approachable. Storytelling makes you more approachable too, right? And then you can convert them into customers or patrons of your business. Wow. That, that was, you know, just to kind of recap, because that was a lot of an amazing stuff that you need to tell a story that people can see themselves in you. Hmm. Like that, that is so important. So like, I want to take a step back for a second because it is so important. And you talked a little bit about competitive advantage and I want to dig into that a little bit more, but that is so powerful to really think about because at the end of the day, we always think we have to tell stories that sell our services. Hmm. But in reality, what you're saying is we should be telling stories that make them, uh, people see themselves in you. And what's interesting is it doesn't necessarily have to be in you, but it has to be in the story. So we we did an ad campaign, an education campaign, and an older um, you know student had said, like, honestly, before seeing your ad, I always thought I was too old to go back to school. And when I saw your ad, you had an ad that told the story of somebody that was just like me, a single mother with a teenager, and how she felt after she got her degree and how proud her daughter was of her. And that made me go, wow, I can see myself being in those shoes and seeing my daughter being proud of me. And she ended up going back to school. So it doesn't necessarily always have to be with you and resonating with you. It has to be with resonating with the ad itself. Um, so, 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 so powerful. When we think about telling our stories to make sure that we understand it doesn't necessarily have to be selling our, our ads like this. It has to be making people feel like they can see themselves in what you offer and how what you offer can make put them where they need or want to be. So super powerful. I love that, Alexa. It, it just like a thought that just came into my head is storytelling helps people see possibility, right? That's, I feel like that encapsulates the story you just shared is storytelling helps people see possibility. And that's just one of the advantages and powers of storytelling. That's powerful. Absolutely. So let, let's dig into competitive advantage because I do think storytelling is a major competitive advantage. Decisions people make nowadays are more emotional than logical most of the time. And a good story can differentiate someone in the marketplace. And you, and you had said that earlier. So in your perspective, why is storytelling a massive competitive advantage? I think you said it all, Alexa. I'll just expand on it, right? And there's a, there's a point I kind of want to touch on before I expand on it. A lot of people or some people that I've met, I've coached, students I've worked with, clients I've worked with, feel like they only need to be placing the highlights of their story out there. A lot of people are concerned and maybe their traumas they haven't quite healed through that they're scared to put out there. And I always say to the ones who are too scared, who haven't really like worked through their trauma, 
I always say to them, I hope you get to the point one day where you can tell the story from a place of healing because that story has the potential to change the lives of so many people. So it is not just the highlights of your story. It is also the low points, right? Because guess what? Most people can't relate with the highlights <laughs> at where they are. Most people you're in a position to help can't relate with the highlights of your story, right? It is those things that you're struggling with that will inspire them. And I always say to people that when you start to place the needs of your future clients before your ego, then you start to see the benefit of telling even the low points and the hard parts of your story. Because a lot of times it's about our ego, right? It's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to put that out there. You know, I want people to see me in a certain light. But if you're prioritizing the needs of your clients, which is something that we're really good at in our company, we prioritize the needs of the people who need us. When you prioritize that, you go beyond your ego and you're very candid and honest about your story. So that's one thing. And then the second thing, a competitive advantage. Absolutely, right? It, it's about that emotional connection. It's about that um, resonance with people, right? It's about people not feeling like they're just tools that help you build your business. It's, like, it's about relatability, right? So think about even some of the biggest companies. We're talking mostly small business, but think about even some of the biggest companies. What's that set Steve Jobs apart from Steve Wozniak? Steve Jobs told his story, right? I think there's so many other examples I could bring up where you have people who have like loyal fans, raving fans, and the difference between them and people who aren't as popular is just the fact that they were open about their stories. They talked about how they started their business in the garage, right? They talked about how they did this, they did that. The reason why they have raving fans and loyalists who follow them to the ends of the earth is literally because they, tell their, they told their story. And that, in my opinion, is just a clear example of how storytelling can be your competitive advantage as a small business. I love that. So to recap to me, one of the most important points you just said there, the difference between those that are, I mean, look, all these people are successful. So like, we can't say Steve Wozniak is not successful, but the major difference between those that have raving fans and like you said, well, follow them to the end of the, the earth. And those that don't are who's telling their story. It's about relatability. It's about creating a story that make people see that you are human and that you have a story too. Right. And so I think, um, and I think I told this story in another uh, episode, but I'll quickly tell it again. You know, for me, for a while, I kept getting feedback that like prospects kind of were, they thought I was a little untouchable. They're like, wow, you're so successful. I'm nervous to talk to you. And so I said, you know, but if you listen to my story, like I'm really not, I'm a, I'm an average person. Yes. I've had a lot of success in my life, but really I am an average person. And that's, I would say like a couple of years ago, I started to really tell my story about how I got to where I am, why I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship and why I love startups and, and talk about my failures because part of storytelling is telling your failures. And that's an important piece that sometimes we always think our stories have to, I think two things. One, we always, think our stories have to be like these sad stories, like rag to riches uh, type stories, and they don't. Um, And we always think that we have to tell the good parts of our story. So it's like one extreme to the other. And I think that having a happy, you know, medium and a balance between the two is really important. I always am talking about my struggles, especially in our coaching program. Like sometimes I'll just start master classes or I'll change my master class topic on our most recent issue in our business because 
people learning from my story of how I failed or something didn't work is actually going to help them way more than me telling them what has worked, right? Because we will run into a lot more roadblocks and we will highways, right? And so I rather tell them where the roadblocks are than where the big highway, because if you avoid the roadblocks, you're going to find the highway naturally, right? Um, So I love that. So it's about relatability. It's about bringing yourself down to earth a little bit. And that ego, you talked about ego, right? So let's give everybody a little teaser. So we're going to do another episode where we're actually going to dig into and break down. All right. Now you understand how important storytelling is, but like Alexa and Cynthia, how the hell do I do that? Right. So we're going to have a whole episode where we're literally going to break this down for you step by step, but let's give them a little teaser. Let's not go into detail, but let's give them a teaser. So if I'm somebody, I have no idea. I run a, you know, a $80,000 a year business. I really want to start scaling it. I don't really have a story or if I have a story, it's not really resonating. Where do I begin? Where do you begin? So think about what it is that you have to offer people. Work through your mind. Think about the skills that you've learned. Think about everything that you've learned over the past, you know, two to three years, all that stuff. If you're a business owner who already has an offer, think about that offer and then start working backwards from there. Right. So it's like, how did I how did I come to this offer? How did I arrive at this offer? What are the experiences that led me to this offer, to this part, path, to, the, to this thing that I'm doing now? Where did I get the idea for it from? Who gave me the idea for it, right? Where was I when I got the idea? Why was it so convenient or exciting for me to live where I was and move, switch over to this, right? All those questions. So to put that process in context, tell you, I'll tell you my story, Right which I've, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard it several times, but stick with me. So where was I before I moved onto this path, right? I have that backstory of working in Hollywood, right? And then at some point I was like, hey, what if I just shared my expertise online for 100 days and just see what happened? I just share everything I've learned over the past few years, right? Started to share my thoughts, my expertise and all that. It was very experimental. Somewhere along the line, I learned that the things that, because... What I was putting out there was attracting people. I learned that people had a need for the things that I was sharing. And so I developed my offer, right? So that's putting that in context. What is taking that offer, what it is that you do, and then just walking backwards from there, right? Trying to think about where did the inspiration come from? If it's something that I learned, who did I learn it from, right? Because that person is is part of your story. Um, Where did the idea for this come from? Did a friend say something to me that ignited an idea in my head that I should be doing this, right? And those stories that relate to your offer as a small business owners are the stories that should take priority in your storytelling. Wow. That was like a little masterclass right there, everyone. Like insane. People pay thousands of dollars just for for that piece of knowledge, right? So to summarize the main points that I heard was ask yourself the hard questions, right? How did I come up with this offer? Why am I doing this? What experiences, good and bad, led me to this offer, right? And think about the consumer. Like, who are the consumers? What are their problems? And how can you build a story that relates to them, right? So, Wow. This was just so incredible, Cynthia. And this is literally just the tip of the iceberg. This episode is literally just to get you all to understand how important storytelling is. So I think it's always important to summarize one takeaway from this. And so 
this episode, personally, the one takeaway that I think is obviously you need a story. That's like, you know, there's the whole episode. But I think the biggest thing is telling a story that people can relate to. Um, and I think that's the biggest takeaway here. Um, and not telling the story about yourself, but telling a story about yourself that's relatable. And sometimes the stories we think are good um, might not resonate with with our audience. So anything else you want to add to that? I think that's it. Mine is related. Mine is because this is this is an issue I run into in most business owners is the ego thing, right? It's like, yeah, I want I, I no it, egos. I it, Come on. I know, right? No egos. No egos um, in business. <laughs> right. It's um, I call it the celebrity syndrome, right? Everyone wants to be a celebrity. You want to show the highlights. But guess what? Celebrities are providing value in a different way, right? They're making music that you love, that you, you listen to every morning. Celebrities are making movies that you enjoy watching. Right. So they get to show you those highlights. It's okay. Right. You're not a celebrity. Technically, you could be if you tell your story, though. (laughs) Right. And if you look at most of the people who have come to be celebrities now in this day and age, most of them are people who have just been very honest about their journeys, about where they've been. Um, One person who comes to mind, I don't know if you know her, is Doja Cat. (laughs) Do you know Doja Cat? yeah so hilarious i mean so like if you've never watched an instagram live from doja cat just plan to watch just one and you fall in love with her but um that's that's one clear example i mean look at kim kardashian like everybody's like oh what does she do what does she do i mean she's literally one of the smartest business people on planet earth right now because she's a billionaire but you know how did she get famous telling her story absolutely and she made it relatable i mean it's it's the truth right yeah, it is. It is. So there you go. That's it. So shed yeah. ego. And yeah, shed your ego. Tell your story. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. To gain access to all of our podcast episodes, you go to our website, thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. If, if you're interested to learn more about our invite-only coaching program, you could go to thinktankcoaching.com. Make sure to subscribe to get all of our weekly podcast episodes on how to scale your business. And all the links are in the show notes. So we'll see you next week, everyone. Well, I'm